Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by The Book Guide. Materialism today. Fax machines, computers, radios, television, all these technologies are possible because scientists no longer believe that the atom, which is the basic unit of matter, is a solid entity. An atom is not a solid entity at all. It is a hierarchy of states of information and energy in a void of all possible states of information and energy. The difference between one material thing and another material thing, for example, the difference between an atom of lead or an atom of gold is not on the material level. The subatomic particles such as protons, electrons, quarks, bosons that make up an atom of gold or lead are exactly the same. Moreover, although we call them particles, they are not material things. They are impulses of energy and information. What makes gold different from lead is the arrangement and quantity of these impulses of energy and information. All of material creation is structured out of information and energy. All quantum events are basically fluctuations of energy and information. And these impulses of energy and information are the non-stuff that make up everything that we consider stuff or matter. So it becomes clear that not only is the essential stuff of the universe non-stuff, but that it is thinking non-stuff. For what else is a thought but an impulse of energy and information? We think of thoughts as occurring only in our head, but that is because we experience them there as linguistically structured thought that is verbally elite and speaks to us in the English language with an Indian accent. But those same impulses of energy and information that we experience as thoughts, those same impulses are the raw material of the universe. The only difference between thoughts inside my head and those outside my head is that I experience thoughts inside my head in linguistically structured terms. But before a thought becomes verbal and is experienced as language, it is just an intention. It is, once again, an impulse of energy and information. In other words, at a pre-verbal level, all of nature speaks the same language. We are all thinking bodies in a thinking universe. And just as thought projects itself as the molecules of our body, so too the same impulses of energy and information project themselves as space-time events in our environment. Behind the visible garment of the universe, beyond the mirage of molecules, the maya of physicality lies an inherent, invisible, seamless matrix made up of a nothingness. This invisible nothingness silently orchestrates, instructs, guides, governs, and compels nature to express itself with infinite creativity, infinite abundance, and unfaltering exactitude into myriads of designs and patterns and forms. Life experiences are the continuum in this seamless matrix of nothingness.
in this continuum of both body and environment. They are our experiences of joy and sorrow, of success and failure, of wealth and poverty. All these events seemingly happen to us, but at very primordial levels, we are making them happen. The impulses of energy and information that create our life experiences are reflected in our attitudes to life. Our attitudes are an outcome of and expressions of self-engendered impulses of energy and information. What then are the states of awareness, the information and energy states that give rise to the experience of wealth in our lives? For the sake of convenience and to make it easy to remember, I have listed them in order as the A to Z steps to creating affluence. In my experience, in order to materialize wealth, it is not necessary to consciously practice the attitudes I'm about to describe. Using effort to consciously practice an attitude or to cultivate a mood is unnecessary and can cause stress and strain. It is important only that we know what these A to Z attitudes are, that we know what the steps are, that we be aware of them. The more we become aware of them, the more this knowledge gets structured in our consciousness and awareness. And then it is more likely that our attitude and behavior will change spontaneously without any effort on our part. Knowledge has organizing power inherent in it. It is simply enough to know, to be aware of the principles. The knowledge will be processed and metabolized by our bodies and the results will be spontaneous. The results do not occur overnight, but begin to manifest gradually over a period of time. So let's begin with the A to Z steps. Once again, it is enough to look at this list and read it once a day, or better still, just listen to the tape every day. And then simply see the changes spontaneously in your life and the effortless ease with which wealth and affluence come into your life. So let's start. Step A. A stands for all possibilities. Authority. Absolute. Affluence. Abundance. The true nature of our ground state and that of the universe is that it is a field of all possibilities. In our most primordial form, we are a field of all possibilities. From this level, it is possible to create anything. This field is our own essential nature. It is our inner self. It is also called the absolute. And it is the ultimate authority. It is intrinsically affluent because it gives rise to the infinite diversity and abundance of the universe. B. B stands for better and best. Evolution implies getting better and better in every way with time. Ultimately, getting for ourselves the best of everything. People with wealth consciousness settle only for the best, also called the principle of highest first. Go first class all the way, and the universe responds by giving you the best. C. C stands for carefreeness and charity. A billion dollars in the bank 
without the experience of carefreeness and charity is a state of poverty. Wealth consciousness, by definition, is a state of mind. If you are constantly concerned about how much money you need, then irrespective of the actual dollar amount you have in your account, you are really poor. Carefreeness automatically leads to charity and sharing because the source from which it all comes is infinite, unbounded, and inexhaustible. D stands for the law of demand and supply. D also stands for dharma. Each of us has a dharma, a purpose in life. When we are in dharma, we enjoy and love our work. Whatever service we are here to give, there is a demand for it. Create and foresee that demand for which you have come here and offer that demand and the supply is guaranteed. E, E stands for exulting in the success of others, especially your competitors and those who consider themselves your enemies. F, F stands for the fact that in every failure is the seed of success. And G, G stands for gratitude, generosity, God, goal, and gap. Generosity and gratitude are natural attributes of an affluent consciousness. Since the only thing to go after is the best, the principle of the highest first, why not adopt God as the role model? After all, nobody is more affluent than God. And God? God is the field of all possibilities. It is important to have a clear goal in your awareness, but it is also important to relinquish your attachment to the goal. And the goal is in the gap. And the gap is the potentiality.